Smoke. <laughs> yes, dude. You were in Battle of the Queefs? At 13. That's the best. 13? Back when that movie 13 came out? 13. When you're ripe, ready to fuck. I'm just kidding. You ever like to put a little garlic in your blunt and smoke it? It's gourmet, dude. It's gourmet. I forgot to put the keef in here. Ripped up like a douche. Oh, God, my friend's grandma died. Hose water. <laughs> what can I say? Full of many talents. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I was gonna say, you're already dead. <laughs> I can't tell if I want a fucking Oreo. You ever just use your whole tit as a, <laughs> as a napkin? <laughs> you're just like, fuck it. It's quarantine. I don't give a shit. I've never seen that show. Dude! Uh -oh. Today I saw a butterfly and then I met a ninja, you know? <laughs> And now, tonight's presentation. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey. Oh, it's so deep. Hey guys. Hey guys. Tonight we're going through puberty. Welcome to another episode of Flick Chicks. I'm Sheridan. And I'm Chelsea. And guess what, Chelsea? What? Ew, it's... don't say my name. Only call me baby. What the <laughs> oh, fuck? I'm just kidding. <laughs> guess what, baby? Okay. Call me, call me Chelsea. <laughs> it's spooky season. Spooky dookie. Spooky dookie. <laughs> spooky dookie here. Coming, coming from the back. <laughs> my poop i'm gonna hear that <laughs> spooky dookie we're, we're not gonna be able to top that the whole rest of the episode that's it that, that was the peak what were what are we like 30 seconds in not even oh my god you guys uh it's spooky season and the whole house smells like goulash <laughs> a delicious dish in the kitchen <laughs> i'm so hungry and she is making goulash <clears throat> but yeah it's spooky season uh when you hear this it won't be october 1st but today it's october 1st it's october 1st it's officially pumpkin and leaves and sweaters Dude. kind of not even really sweaters yet, i woke but... up this morning and i was like time to make a cup of coffee and then i made a cup of coffee and then i realized there was no creamer so I made the entire cup. I put oatmeal milk in it. Okay. I mean oat milk. Oatmeal <laughs> milk. I mean, basically. Honestly, like that <laughs> sounded like a real thing. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like I totally accepted that. I got my oatmeal milk. I can't even say that fast. That can't be a product. Oh my God. Anyways, um, <laughs> I put it in and then I took a sip and I sat down and I was like, I can't, dude. It's October first. I went. I took my happy ass straight to Starbucks and bought a pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. I was like, I, okay, now I can watch Walking Dead before uh, work, dude. Before I am work. so excited 
for Halloween. Me I'm too. so excited for this this whole okay, so October is Halloween. Halloween is October. So when I say yeah. Halloween September thirtieth September thirtieth was Halloween. Yeah, yeah. It was like, all right, well yeah. we're we're done. We give up. Uh <clears throat> but it's about to go down because Animal Crossing just came just <gasps> that's when you know it's the season. They just dropped their pumpkins and their scarecrows and, the and their candy creepy crawlies. Yeah. If you have Animal Crossing, if you don't have Animal Crossing, get it. Dude, on September 30th, some dumbass fucking resident on my island comes up to me. He's like, you want this? And I was like, I guess. Dude, and I was trying to get rid of my residents. Yeah. I don't like how they look. <laughs> I am discriminatory. <laughs> Against it, Animal Crossing Yes, characters. dude, I fucking hate animals. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just like specific animals, and I have none. You have a lot of birds, you said, right? I fucking hate birds. Why are you giving me birds? Yeah. So one of the... This was actually... um, What was it? It was this uh, ugly little lamb I got, okay? And she comes up to me, and she gives me a mage's hat. I have two of them. <sighs> I have a black and a white one. I need a black. Mine's like dark blue. I'm like, come on. I'll send you the black one. I'll send it to you. Because then I'll be the white one. And then we can go to each other's island, and we'll be Saruman and Saruman and, and Gandalf. Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just punched my palms so hard, dude. It hurts so <laughs> guys. We just got so excited. And speaking of speaking of costumes that aren't real yet, uh, I oh yes. I just ordered. Who are you? Part of my Halloween costume. What are you gonna be? I'm announcing it right here, right now. Never told anyone. Right here, right now, right here, right now. I'm gonna be Garth Algar from Wayne's World. I just ordered the exact Aerosmith shirt that he wears. I'm gonna get some torn ass jeans. You're finally doing it. I'm finally doing it. Who's your partner? You, dude. Me? I got you a Wayne's World hat. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I fucking did. You want me to be him? Yeah! Dude, we're not even gonna be together on Halloween. We'll we'll be in, in spirit. We'll FaceTime. Yeah, we'll FaceTime. We'll be like, dude! We'll 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 at least get pictures for, for the Insta. Dude. Cause the the um the shirt that I bought is like the official like Wayne's World Aerosmith shirt, and so it came with the hat. And I was like, cool. So Dude. I'm fucking Hype for so you, yeah, that's dude. what I'm getting. <clears throat> are you just doing like a boyish? Or are you gonna do it all girly or what are you? I don't doing? know yet. Cool. I don't know yet. Dude, there's so many ways. Yeah, I'm just gonna like use. I was gonna get a wig, but then I was like, I can. My hair is poofy. Like I can, I can poof it out for sure. For fucking sure. And like Ooh. not poof, but like frizz. It's like really my frizzy. God. My hair is frizzy, so yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what I'm doing. I'm excited. You heard it here first. Oh, right here. So, uh, what are your plans for Halloween? I don't really have, well, okay. So I don't know because my mom, usually I go to my mom's house and mm -hmm. I help her oh, yeah. decorate her house. Cause she like goes balls to the wall for Halloween. Um, but I don't know if like trick or treating is going to be a thing Yeah. or, so I don't know if my mom is going to like decorate. She probably will just cause like it's the season, you know, like that's yeah. what you do. But, and you know, she likes, she, I think she really loves doing it. Cause we seriously like it's a whole day thing with her so like so cool and it's on a saturday this year so like i'll i want to do something like yeah but i'll be in colorado 
Oh yeah. I'm very excited, dude. Very excited. Kay's like, we can watch scary movies and eat candy. I'm like, we can make a fort and watch scary movies and eat candy in it. Dude. And your dad can come, I guess. I'm I, just kidding. <laughs> I kind of feel like I just want to chill the fuck out and like watch scary movies all night. Like it sounds so nice. And just eat candy. Like get, get some like KFC. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Halloween. That's you know tradition. <laughs> like that just sounds great. Like crazy chicken and candy. Yeah. Weed. Oh, we haven't even talked about what movie we're talking about. Oh my god. Uh, you guys already know because we announced our lineup <laughs> last or yeah last night. Um, but we are talking about Halloween. 2018. Not not just the holiday. We're talking about the movie. The movie. The 2018 direct sequel to Halloween One. Dude. Uh, it's. It was I'm, bigger. Yeah, dude. Bigger. I have to say, I was not excited about it when I first heard that they were doing it, and I went to see it in the theater, and my mind was blown, for sure. Everybody in the theater was like you know, screaming and like clapping and cheering when they saw Michael. It was like, it was just a really good crowd. And we had so much fun with it. Like I, I loved it. I thought this was a great, and guys, I am not a fan of the franchise. I like recently went through all the movies. I watched all the, all the, not Friday the 13th, um, all the Halloween movies. And there aren't a lot of good ones. No, they're mostly bad. Like, one, two, and three are cool, and then a couple here and there. But and Jamie Lee Curtis has been in five of them, so that's cool. But uh, this one is like my favorite one besides the original. Has there ever been a movie where it was like Michael Myers versus someone? I don't think so. They've done Freddy versus Jason. Jason yeah, Alien versus Predator. Oh yeah, I forget about this. Those <laughs> movies suck. I loved Alien versus Predator. <laughs> so bad dude it and it was bad i mean i loved it when i was like 12 when they came out but i liked it because it was bad um yeah there's no you're right there hasn't been like a michael versus yeah who would even it's always because it's jamie lee curtis oh (laughs) yeah every halloween movie is just it could have been like screen like Ghostface versus that's what i was thinking michael myers (laughs) i still and i gotta say this this is our first halloween or do we cover the original no oh yeah no no no. we haven't we actually have not covered the original i think this is our first halloween movie that we're covering oh yeah cool okay so i can talk about this because we haven't had this yet but my little brother used to he had his own michael myers costume when he was young yeah the jumpsuit in blue and then this hat i would love to see a child like a little he would just walk around the house with a fake knife dude all the time he would sit and watch his movies with it i wish i took more pictures dude you should have like i wish i did because i still remember him going you knew that one movie with michael miles (laughs) couldn't say his r's dude it was so cute michael miles who are you gonna be for halloween michael miles Dude, he knew so cute. He liked Michael Myers, um, Freddy Krueger. Oh yeah, Freddy Krueger is a very popular one. I still remember going through his toy drawer and like drawer, toy drawer. Yep. And finding a like a glove with knives on it. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. He, my brother was cool. It's because he had our father. Yeah, I was gonna say it's because your dad. Your yep. dad, the horror fan. Yeah, I never had that as a, like I would have never been able to have that as a kid. Like for for sure. 
Um, so, okay, let me ask you this before we, before we get into it, I want to ask you like between Freddie and Jason and Michael Myers, who do you think you could like date? Oh my God. <laughs> I was going to say like take on in a fight, but sure. Michael like, Myers, I would have dated him for sure. Okay. It's hot, dude. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't I, like I feel the, the hockey mask because you can see the That's ball. That's true. Yeah. And he's like. Michael Myers he, at least has fake hair on his mask. Michael Myers is a human. He's not like an undead. Like, who was the other corpse. Alien? No, I just the three. <laughs> who? Did you want to date Alien? No, who was the third Freddy one? Freddy Krueger, Jason, and Michael. Do you put Freddy Krueger in there? Yeah, because they're like the, you know, they're the slasher. They're, they're the, the three amigos. They're the three amigos. <laughs> they are, though. Yeah, never Freddy Krueger. Look, never. look at him. Okay, but. And yeah. he has knives. I <laughs> love foreplay, dude. He <laughs> can use his feet. Never. Yeah! <laughs> This is going to be my favorite episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think Michael for sure, because he's like a human. I can't get past what you just said. I have goosebumps on my legs. I'm sorry. I have goosebumps on my legs. I Okay. Yeah, no. Michael Myers is just, there's something about a man in a jumpsuit. There's Gemby. And like steel-toed work boots. Yeah, where are you going? You going to jump out of a plane, baby? You going to jump on me? <laughs> you going to jump out of a plane and land on me, babe? What the fuck? Do you think he wants to be called Babe? Who? What would like? What pet name would you use for Michael Myers? Let's see. He's called the Shape in the movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> shape. It's just as bad as fucking Cry fucking... Demon. <laughs> yeah, Cry Cry Demon. Um. Yeah, I no. think Babe would be. I think he would tolerate that. Honestly, I don't know. I feel like he'd be one of those guys who's like. <clears throat> Call me Jason just for fun. What? Sick on Michael's a fucking crazy ass. <laughs> Call me Jason. Split personality. You think he's anyways. Uh so yeah, um, Halloween 2018. Yeah. Um, here we are. Here we go. So you had never seen this movie before. No. And first impression. I I it, number one, I love the cinematography. It was set back. It was kind of set back in the 70s-ish, wasn't it? What do you mean? The era. What time was it? Like in the this, movie? Yeah, seventy-eight was the yeah. first one. No, but the second one. This oh. one. Oh, 2018. Yeah, but what time was it set in? Oh, present day. Like it was. They were, both movies were set in present day. Present day, like 2018. Yeah, yeah. Like, Why did they all look like they were from the seven? They all had like 70s hairstyles. Because that the 70s are coming back, man. It fucking pisses me off. Anyways, <laughs> I love that. I loved how it looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, there's there's a lot of like little homages to the to the all the movies, like yeah. the whole franchise, and that's really cool. Like the music. Of, yeah, dude. Those okay. So the score was composed by John Carpenter. Like he came back that's and so cool. Like dude. did it, and you can tell because it's fucking brilliant. Um, this whole movie was just a perfect storm of like writers, and they brought John Carpenter back. And John Carpenter hadn't worked on a Halloween movie since I think Season of the Witch which was like 84-ish. So like he'd been out of the game. He didn't want anything to do with like any of the other sequels and Rob Zombie's sequels he thought were like not good and whatever. So like when they convinced him to come back, I was like, that that gave this one a little bit more. I was like, okay, like I'm a little more curious about it. Like if John Carpenter's coming back, like it's gotta be good. Right. And they brought Jamie Lee Curtis back, of course, as Laurie Strode and like made her this... This, like, Sarah Connor, like, she's been working for 40 years to, like, yeah. get ready for this battle. So, like, 
her house looks like a fucking doomsday like bunker and i loved seeing her in that role too because it's not quite often that you see her in that role she does play strong like women figures Mm -hmm. but that was a whole new demon for me that was like yeah she's spent she's like in a way she's still a victim because she still has all this paranoia about him coming back but she's also stronger in that she's trained herself in self-defense and like she's trained herself for him coming back because of course he's gonna come back yeah so and it's it gives a great insight to why her family life is falling apart and it, it gives a whole new element to it that i love it's not just michael escapes from the mental institution and starts killing people again like it's yeah. a lot you know Lori has a lot of deep-seated family issues that affect not only her daughter but her granddaughter and like just seeing that play out you know away from like the murdering and the whatever like the exciting stuff like even that was so good there's some solid fucking acting in this yeah I and agree. there's a really good story and I think that I can't talk about like I could not stop talking about the things I love about this movie. Yeah. So down to like Michael Myers himself, who's this, I think he's supposed to be like 60 years old in this movie. Yeah. And he's like, you think of the, you think of a 60 year old man and you think like, I could take, I could take you. Like I could take a 60 year old man. But he's huge. He, yeah. He's huge. He's gigantic. We first, we first see him in the mental institution when they have like those weird ass, like they're chained to the the sidewalk and they're just like have this kind of i think it is it is pretty genius because they're in red squares like all the patients are it's white with red squares and and each patient is in a square with enough radius for them to walk around right freely within that square it's very unique but they all have them like they all have them circling michael in a way yeah and like I that I guess that's one thing about this movie that I don't like is their portrayal of like the criminally insane like yeah. the other pe- the other patients that are in the facility are kind of like over the top for yeah. me. So and that that tends to happen in horror especially where like you're going into the mental institutions like everyone's like off their fucking crazy bad shit like whatever you know rubbing poop on the walls or whatever like everybody's just so there and i just don't feel like that is real like i i think that if you go into a mental health facility you will see a lot of people that just look like people and i mean i know that that's not the exciting like option but it's the more real option for me anyway but hey it's a horror movie you gotta make it scary so hollywood so yeah we fall we meet michael because they're the, it, okay here's another super great little plot device these two podcasters who you think we're gonna like follow throughout the movie because they're like the first characters we meet you know they're the first like main characters of the movie and after uh after getting access to they're like serious they're like true crime podcast mm-hmm. hosts and they're like doing a thing on michael Myers, which is like which totally felt weird and invasive by the way like they don't I hope that we don't come across like that because they're just a little too excited about no, and like, murders. They also, it also bothered me because it's like not just anyone would have been able to get access to see one of the most notorious killers 
on this planet that was chained up in a facility, right? Yeah. Like, and, and, you know, they know about his murders and they know how dangerous he is, but they're just like, we're going to move this inmate. Oh, yeah. Okay, so first of all, they got a hold of the of his mask yeah. for, like, I don't know how the fuck that happened. Yeah. How these podcasters and got And they a hold were of allowed to bring it in and antagonize him? E- yeah, that would not have... That would not have happened, no. like, for sure. Like, so there is this kind of, like, dramatic cold open where, like, you know, we meet Michael and we find out that his mask is... And that, that'll be important for later. His mask is, like, out in the wild now. Like, he knows that he can get his mask. God, dude, Michael Myers scares the shit out of me, okay? Like, I just need to say this really quick. Like, he is... It's like he can teleport, dude. Like he's here and then he's here and then he's silent, but he's gigantic. Yeah. He he could grab me by the neck with one hand and like put it all the way around my neck probably. And that's why he would be a great boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, Michael. Uh, Yeah, he's, and, and this movie is no exception. Like just because he's an old man in this movie means jack shit. Like he is straight up, slaying people in the best way there are so many kills in this movie i think that four or five people died in the first halloween yeah and like we get to five kills like an hour in and it's a it's like an almost two hour movie yeah um dude i love the kills i love the gore now i just everything felt right there's a uh there's a scene where there's like an there's like two and a half minutes of unbroken shot right i just want to talk about this before i forget so michael has escaped there was a bus crash he escaped how the bus crash we'll talk about that later uh but he and the bus was going through haddonfield on its way to the other facility why why did anyone think that was a good idea you have michael myers Uh, you know what doctor i'm gonna say dude we didn't think about it at first but the doc i feel like the doctor really just wanted to be michael myers i think that he wanted to be him or be his i okay i think that igor i think that he broke him out of the bus i think he caused the bus crash because he wanted to see michael he wanted in action action. like he wanted to see michael myers on halloween night in haddonfield Mm -hmm. like slaying and and laying and i don't think (laughs) i don't think that he would have cared if he'd gotten killed by him like maybe that was a goal of his to like be one of his victims like as long as he and also he wanted him to speak he the whole movie i was just thinking that yeah like like, say something yeah yeah everyone's obsessed with michael saying something in this movie and like it never got me once like you're not gonna michael myers can never speak like that is just just like jason like they cannot talk they cannot have voices once you give it a voice you humanize it and that makes it not scary like the like michael myers is so scary because he's you don't know shit about him you know that when he was a child when he was six years old he killed his sister no one knows why and then he killed a bunch of teenagers on halloween night like all he knows is killing and i think spilling and i think that that's what the problem that john carpenter had with the rob zombie versions is that it gave michael myers a backstory and he just like he just didn't didn't really want that like he's supposed to be this like mysterious kind of paranormal almost like ghostly thing that just kills people on halloween night so 
anyway, I'm sorry. So this, uh, he, he has escaped. He's in Haddonfield. He's, he's like walking down the street on Halloween night. There's kids everywhere, families out and about. It's one of those situations where you think I'm in the suburbs. Uh, it's Halloween night. My I'm neighbors safe. are, my neighbors are five feet away from me. Yeah. Nothing can happen. No guys, you're always in danger. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it starts with Michael getting a hammer in one of the houses and killing an old lady. And then he leaves that house and goes out to another house and goes around. Dude, he just literally walks into, in, in broad, I don't want to say daylight cause it's nighttime, but yeah. And just, what well, just what, uh, uh. and again, like he looks like someone in a creepy costume. So right. no one's asking questions. Why? I don't fucking know. You're living in Haddonfield. You White know people. the fucking legend of Michael Myers. Like, I would see that and go, that looks way too real. I'm going to call the cops. Like, yeah. so anyway, he just goes on this killing spree and it's almost this three minute unbroken shot and it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, dude. It's Reminded so me of, um, what was that? The Pianist? I don't know. I've never seen that. There's like one, I think it's in The Pianist. It's like the longest scene ever recorded. But it's like that. You know, they jump through windows and they... Yeah, Children of Men did that. They had, like, the record for the longest unbroken shot for a little bit. I don't know what the record is now, but, like, it's it can be insane. Like, right. there it, there was, like, a 20-minute unbroken. They've done, like... It's crazy. They've done movies where, you know, it seems like one long, just one long take. It's just the whole movie is just one take. But, you know, it's, like, clever editing. You can, like, see yeah. where they kind of... You know, but, but that scene in particular was just one long shot. And I, those are my fucking... They're my favorite. I love them. And this was so good. They played with shadows a lot. So like you didn't follow Michael directly into these houses. You just kind of saw him like going into the back and invading these people's homes without them even knowing about it. And that is so scary. Um, I think that that's why slasher movies are, in my opinion, the scariest because that shit is real as fuck and it lasts forever and it lasts forever <laughs> ted bundy was a real person he was a human being ed gein was a real person well he was more of a grave robber than anything else but still like uh. i think that especially um especially with women i think we vibe with that we like this hits a little bit closer to home i think because we are taught from a very young age to make sure doors are locked and like not to let anyone in and just you know be on the lookout for shit like that like you know I'm, i mean obviously like everyone should be <laughs> uh smart and lock your doors but i feel like women especially kind of get that training really early on and like this is why like people break in and fucking slam your head against a chair and shove a knife in your neck like that was so scary that was he's, one of my favorite murder scenes ever he's so ruthless i want to talk about my favorite Okay, so um, I, this scene is really is really good because Michael kills people just like in the broad daylight. Like it, it's a public gas station, and the two podcasters are stopping to get gas, and the chick needs to take a dump. Um, the poo. She says, "I need to do a number two. and I'm like, "Whoa, a lady said that. That in, was tight. in a movie." Yeah, I want more of that. Like, mm -hmm. I like that was awesome. So, um, she she goes to the bathroom. The other ones 
the other the guy podcasters filling up the gas and all the while michael's in the background you can see him in his white suit from the just mental institute yeah i'm in broad daylight just dude fucking walking past everybody and uh, i literally was like this is not gonna happen i had clenched butthole the whole time like i was mm. so and then eventually the podcaster guy walks in and asks for help and sees that the clerk has been killed like via his jaw being ripped open and his teeth ripped out dude it's all the most of the kills are done off screen but you get to see like what he did and you can just imagine like i mean this guy's jaw is like it's like the scream mask like it's the you know i hate that too that when people do that in movies and they chase you they chase the character Uh, no thank you shut your mouth so michael michael comes into the bathroom he follows he first he kills the mechanic and steals his his uh his uh what's his what is the work the work suit there's a jumpsuit jumpsuit thank you uh (laughs) work suit oh yeah yeah he steals yeah ah that's another that's another kill we didn't get to see but we got to saw we got to saw the aftermath we got to saw the aftermath um but then he walks into this is my favorite kill he walks into the bathroom and he tries to like you know get into the stall and it's locked and she's like someone's in here you know and then he starts to walk away but he comes right back i'm not gonna lie dude before you jump into this because yeah. it's gonna be magnificent yeah she is so calm for someone fucking dude i would have been i would have already been like help me yeah just the way he was acting she let that go way too far yeah um he Yikes. just stands he like stands in front of the stall and this is not like this is a menacing you know kind of looming presence and all of a sudden you see his hand above the stall and he drops something in front of her and it's it may it's like something little you hear these little like like clacks on the tile it's fucking teeth bro yeah that was he's dude michael myers is ruthless what if that was what the tooth fairy did does all the time he just just collects a bunch of teeth from kids beds and then and then they're like you know what i like this guy I'm like, I wonder if he'll like this. And he just, or she, they, Ugh. just drop a bunch of teeth. And they're like, you're right. Disgusting. So that yeah. kicks that kicks off this, this like, podcaster's uh, nightmare. death. Yeah, nightmare. She tries to, like, crawl under the stalls and, like, okay, I guess. But gets grabbed and there's kind of a tussle and then Aaron the other podcaster comes in because she's been screaming you know mm-hmm. by now so he comes in and Michael just starts beating the ever-living shit just out of him smashing his fucking skull into the tile it and there's close-ups of all of it and there's the sound just like the crunching sound like it makes Michael Myers makes skulls look soft as shit. Like yes. he's just like, like pumpkin mush. Oh my god! So like, dude, everybody's head is a pumpkin. Aaron tonight. Aaron gets one solid shot in, but then gets like just pummeled, and he eventually slumps against the bathroom wall and just like dies. And then he takes uh the chick I can't remember her name and just again one hand around the neck. And just chokes her to death, dude. He doesn't even he doesn't even have a you know he doesn't have a knife at this point. He's Man. just he doesn't have any kind of weapon. <laughs> He's just straight up killing people with bare hands. That is so scary. Um, so I just want to talk about that. 
That's that's my favorite character. I just want to talk about that. That's that's all I have to say about that. It's okay. This, but this movie is chopped chopped full of suey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to talk about the family. I want to talk about her family really quick. So, in this movie we are introduced to Laurie Strode's daughter, daughter, granddaughter. Yeah, Karen and the granddaughter's name is Allison and then Karen's husband. Yeah, who's like your favorite? Dude, I love him so the much. The peanut butter on my penis guy. That was <laughs> No oh. one says that. And he says it so quiet. He's like, "Oh, I got peanut butter on my penis." <laughs> and the daughter's like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> like what the fuck did I just hear my dad say? I just you can hear all of the um all of the Danny McBride lines yeah. of this movie. Like you can tell like where he was writing because you can tell he didn't want to be not him, but the dad. He like wanted to be a kid again. Oh yeah, like he was he I I love this family. They yeah. they really do like care about each other. There is some weirdness with Lori. Um, her daughter is very, like, resents her a lot for not just, like, getting over what happened to her. Yeah. You know, you, this happened 40 years ago. This guy has been in this facility for 40 years. He's not getting out. Like, you need to move on. Which, like, I kind of get. Dude, but I would support my mom. The only reason the ma, Lori, was freaking out is because they were moving Michael. That's true. I mean, yeah. But, but she was... She spent all that time, you know, getting her house ready That's and, true, yeah. you know, learning how to shoot and teaching her daughter how to do all that, too. Like, I mean, and I understand that those are those. I mean, technically, those are good skills to have. But like, absolutely. But she has been consumed. This Lori Strode in this timeline, like, has been totally consumed by Michael and this experience that she had. And like, as a if I saw my mom, you know, work out her trauma in that way, that would be really scary to me yeah and you know that's why Lori's daughter gets taken away from her when she's when she's 12 because you know she's like paranoid you know yeah. and so it really and that's so real dude somebody who's been through who, somebody who survived being attacked Stopped. by a serial killer yeah, yeah like that's totally understandable mm-hmm. to think that you know he could someone he could still be out there or someone could still be out there you know but my thought is like, why didn't you move? Like, why are you still in Haddonfield? Like, yeah, I would get the fuck out. I'd have been like Hawaii, yeah, or something like something else, a, a totally different environment. But she chose to stay, and she, I mean, I guess because like you know, this is her home. This is where she grew up. Like, you can't take that away from me. And like, just decided to hunker down and like build this crazy military grade like bunker. Um, so, but she wants to, she obviously still wants to connect with her granddaughter because her, you know, her granddaughter's like getting older. She's a senior in high school, whatever. Like she's getting to be an adult. So that's <laughs> what I have to say about adulthood. So I'm yeah, this, this whole family dynamic is really good. I really like the new, the, the fresh meat that they brought in the new, the new, like the new Lori, I guess this, the person who played Allison, her name is uh Andy Matichek um she was really good I really I thought that the chemistry between her and her like high school friends was really good and I thought that it was like a it was a realistic high school setting to me yeah like they seemed like high school kids yeah um I agree 
The Halloween dance was a little too over the top. I don't think Desert Edge would have ever thrown a Halloween dance like that, yeah. but whatever. Um, but yeah, so I just, I really, really love that this movie is not just the babysitter, like the babysitter killer again. Yeah. It's, it's this family's struggle to get past this killer. And like the fact that he shows up during this like climax of this family's fight, like you're going to get over this or we will not talk to you again. Yeah. And then you fucking find out that your mom was right the whole time that like he is back and he is just straight up killing people. Like that would be, I can't imagine how traumatizing that would be. be so guilty too. I'd be like, Oh yeah. Should have listened. So imagine you are, you're Allison. You're at this Halloween dance. You have no idea that these murders are taking place. Like by now cops oh are all God, over the place. Dude. You know, she doesn't have her phone because her boyfriend fucking threw no, in some let's cheese. let's talk about that. Dude. Okay, guys. Her boyfriend, she walks into the dance and sees her boyfriend making out with another chick. Okay, so, so, I, I, okay, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you finish. But I just want to say really quick that, like, it's established that they are a super cute couple. Like, at first, yeah. you're totally for it because he's totally sweet and she's totally nice and they're totally cute together. And they're going to be Bonnie and Clyde for Halloween and it's really great. And it's gender-bent Bonnie and Clyde, so it's even better. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's just, it, it's just the fact that, like, this guy is a fucking cuck, dude. He's a bitch. He's right off the bat, you know, cheating on his girlfriend, of course. She's and, not good enough for him. And, like, you can tell that he it was one of those things where they weren't they weren't like full-on making out she she like kisses him and he's like whoa or whatever but he was drunk yeah which is a shitty thing like you're just gonna act like an asshole he does dude and that's the thing is like and then he tried to lie about it though he tried to lie about the kiss he tried to lie about it and then he took he's like you know what the long way and he steals your phone and puts in a thing of cheese and a big like bowl of queso like you just ruined it first of all you just ruined it for everybody nobody can have queso anymore you fucking dick i know and second of all if my if i was in high school and i had a boyfriend and he chucked my phone if he like broke my phone my parents would not buy me a new phone i would have beat the shit out of my boyfriend yeah they would have made me like break up with that guy and like they'd be like okay cool you have no phone like i would I would have punched that guy yeah, straight up. Me too. So, um, so anyway, she's she is angry, so she leaves the dance, is escorted by her other friend, who's like the third wheel, you know, totally in love with Allison the whole time, but like can't say anything because she has a boyfriend. And hey, now boyfriend's out of the way, so like he can, you know, I'm totally next in line, right? Like Dude, he thinks he has the perfect opportunity and just like throws himself at her. It's he starts, he grabs her face and tries to kiss her. And it's like, that is not the time. That's not even cool when it's not, you're it, not appealing. <laughs> when you are appealing. It's it's not, yeah, it's not appropriate ever. Like, you just found out that your boyfriend kissed another girl. And now some other guy is like, you deserve so much better. <laughs> dude, and like, it's not even, no. the, it's some other guy. They're friends, dude. Yeah. So it's like. Ew. And there were never any... He was like, you're sending me mixed signals. Like, what the fuck, dude? Stop trying to, like, recover yeah. by 
blaming her. Exactly. Come on, you fucking dick. I, you know what? I was, I was really mad when I, when I first saw that scene because I wanted him to be just like the good, funny friend, like the good yeah, friend. But even the good guy is like, oh, you're not good. So, and he's, he gets a great death too, uh, because like, dude, his was so scary. Dude, they cut through a neighbor's backyard to get home and they're, uh, they have motion sensor lights. So like, you know, it's all lit up and fine. Um, after the kiss incident, uh, she leaves by herself. So he just ends up like sitting in the field and delivers one of my favorite lines in cinema history. He says, he like, I don't, I can't remember what he was talking about, but he was like, there were girls and they were feeding me guac in sexy ways. <laughs> that should go on a t-shirt. Like I, I love, an- it's another Danny McBride line. Like I love I love it. So <laughs> anyway, he starts drunkenly like venting about Allison to what he thinks is the neighbor, but is really Michael just standing there behind him. <laughs> and at one point the motion sensor lights come on and he's like closer to him. And then they turn out again. And then it, it's like, you know, one of two jump scares in the movie, which I love that there aren't too many. He, when the motion sensor light turns back on, he's right in front of him and just like, boom, just slashes him. So he runs, he's able to run away, but Michael grabs him and again, just fucking boom, boom, slamming his face into this like spiked fucking gate. And then I think he stabs him. And he just leaves him there, dude. He perches like his body up on the spikes. So it's like, it's like chin first though. So the spikes are like going into his chin and Allison actually heard him screaming, so she goes back to see, and at first, like, can't believe what she's seeing, but she, the motion sensor light comes on, and she sees her friend's body just, like, on this gate, and she sees Michael behind him, and I think he starts, like, running towards her, or at least walking really fast, yeah. doing the Michael thing. He doesn't run. He's <laughs> yeah. old, dude. I'm just kidding. And that, and that begins a whole chase that eventually leads up to Lori's house. But before we get to the climax at Lori's house, I really want to talk about um, the cops. Yeah, the cops. Yeah. So Will Patton plays like the main, plays the deputy that like originally arrested Michael Mm -hmm. in 1978. Um, He plays the fucking asshole sheriff in the fourth kind. And I'm sorry, but I can never unsee that. Like I hate him. He's such an asshole. He's a really good actor. And that's, I mean, obviously like that's why I hate him so much. Um, so he has been out and about trying to find Michael along with the doctor who was left behind at the bus crash. Um, I thought you were going to say bus crack for some bus crack. <laughs> Love about the bus crack. Oh, wait, we didn't talk about. Um, okay, really super quick. We did not talk about this, the father and son going on the camping trip um, when they oh, first God. discover the crash bus. So I just want to talk about this because it's hilarious. So there's a father and a son and they're in a truck and the father's like i'm really excited to take you camping or whatever aren't you excited to go fishing and and he's like i just i'm missing dance class for this right now and like it starts this whole like adorable and hilarious scene of this totally like redneck kid being like i just really like dance class and his his voice is so fucking weird like it's so raspy like he's been smoking cigarettes his whole life (laughs) um anyway this movie is like surprisingly funny it really, it's, everybody that wrote this movie is in a comedy background. It's fun. Uh, David Gordon Green, who directed it, came from a, a comedy background. Like, 
they and I think they just they and I wouldn't call this a horror comedy though. I wouldn't call it a horror oh, comedy. Oh, I wouldn't. It's a horror movie. First. Yeah. It's, the it's same, scary. Dude, it's the same as Scream. Scream dude. was very funny, dude. It's yeah. It was so terrifying. True. Yeah, that's so true. Um so anyway, um I don't even remember what we were. Oh yeah, the cops. So the cops. We we it's a similar scene. We have two cops talking, you know, in the middle of the night and they're talking about their dinners, what they brought to eat during their night shift or whatever. And they start, he's like, have you ever had a banh mi sandwich? And they start talking about banh mi sandwiches and how the other guy, like, only has PB&Js. Like, I don't know. It's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> Eventually, they see the other cop car that Mike, that Michael's doctor has stolen after killing the, the other cop. So, when they Dude, go to that's, investigate. That's huge. That's a huge part. We should. It's, okay, so, this fucking doctor, this, like, Loomis fucking wannabe is was i guess michael's doctor for a really long time and he's sketchy right off the fucking bat like he's too obsessed with michael and him and the cop are what driving together yeah okay find her and yeah they they have allison in the car so like it's it's a cop and or wait is it a cop i don't remember yeah it's that it's that main cop he gets killed the one that you're like i hate this guy it was him yeah i'm pretty sure I don't know. I can't remember. Um, anyway, so it's, but like, in any case, they find Allison and and he thinks that this is my ticket to Michael. Like, I'm going to get him to talk or whatever. Um, and he ends up. Well, they run over Michael. They hit, they all hit him in the car. They're like, we're going to get him. And then the oh, doctor, yeah. the, do- the cop goes out and then the doctor goes out and. And he kills Doctor, oh, yeah, you're right. The doctor kills the cop. It is Will Patton. Yeah, you're yeah. right. He does kill him. Yeah. And so you think that the either the cop killed the doctor or Michael kills somebody, but, like, it was the doctor that killed the cop, and you're like, fuck. Yeah. And then the doctor literally looks at Michael, and he's like, yeah, he might be alive, he might not, but I'm going to take his mask off, and I'm yep. going to put it on. And I'm going to put Michael in the back seat with you yeah, in this cop car, Allison. like, with Allison. Yeah. God. Dude, that is the scariest shit. So, but tell now you can get to the cop part. Dude. But I think that the, really quick, I think that the doctor, this whole, the, like I said, the whole time is trying to, like, help him. Yeah. Like, trying to help Michael. Yep. When he was in the bus, there was nothing wrong with him. I think the bus was turned over by the doctor. Like, yeah, some, I think he started. Some type of distraction or right. whatever. And then, because the, sh- the kid ends up shooting the doctor. And that's how, yeah, that's the only, I think the only wound he gets is, like, mm-hmm. or other than the bus crash itself. Like, I'm sure he got hurt in the crash, but, like you know, he gets shot by the kid. Right. Um, so yeah, I think the doctor just wants Michael, just wants to see Michael doing his thing and he wants to hear him fucking speak. So Allison thinks of a great plan. She's like, I'm, she's like, oh yeah, he, sure. He talked to me. Like he, he totally did a thing. Yeah. I'll tell you if you stop this car, bitch. Dude, that was really fucking smart. But then Michael comes to, he starts fucking waking up and cop car like if you're in the backseat of a cop car obviously like you can't open the door from the inside so like she's just stuck in this backseat with this ginormous Man. human being he crushes the doctor uh you just he's like using his feet on the backseat he just like pushes the backseat just so far up and he gets him out of the car and i think he just he asked like in his dying moments he's like just say something please say something and, and he michael literally 
dude took takes one step and just squishes this dude's head like just a like a pumpkin. pumpkin yeah pumpkin squish pumpkin uh it was gross because it shows pretty much the whole thing uh it's so <laughs> it's so good and at this point we're on like the 10th kill like he has killed so many people by now so then we get then we meet up with these cops who run into this cop car that's been stolen and this like crazy scene that's going on and michael kills both of them as well and he drives it to Lori's house. So then the dad, and the, by this time, the dad, the mom, Lori, they're the freaking daughter, out. They're all at one place and they've been trying to call Allison this whole time because yeah. she was supposed to come home, but Allison doesn't have her phone because her boyfriend's a douche. Fucking cheese phone. Cheese boy. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the cop car pulls up because the cop was supposed to deliver um allison yeah and or they were supposed to come back with like any news that they could think of so like so he's like have you you know he calls out to the cop car he's like have you heard anything and there's no response so of course you know something fucking bad's gonna happen Mm -hmm. so he goes up to the car opens the door and guys okay one of the one of the one of the bodies i can't remember who's who but i think it's will Patton. that's like his body looks like he's holding the head of the other person and the other person's head is hollowed out with a light in it, like a fucking pumpkin. It, like a jack-o'-lantern, it's I mean. It's so fucking nuts. It is so disgusting. Oh, yeah, and, it's the and, doctor and Will Patton. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, again, yeah. dude, Michael is good at his job. These serial killer men, super scary monster boys are so good Super scary monster boys. <laughs> um, Yeah, so, Fre- yeah, Freddie and Jason and Michael, all three of them have, like, their own special thing they love to set up their bodies and their little trinkets in ways that'll scare the shit out of everybody yeah oh and can i i I just want to say that like this movie does include one babysitter kill which i fucking love i love that they did a babysitter kill even though it was vicky who i really liked i thought she was really cool icky vicky (laughs) isn't vicky the name of the the bully in in uh Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, dude. Icky yeah, Vicky. Icky, yeah. Isn't that a song? That's a song. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, but she's not Icky. She was really cool. She was. And her relationship with the the her, the person she, the little boy that she babysits is really cute. Yeah, he's funny um, as fuck. He, dude, he was so funny. Funny dude. So, and she gets killed super brutal. And get and again, gets set up but in dude, this great way. It was scary though, because he comes, I'm, I'm telling wow. you, dude. Ch- Children, it's Evie being a freak. Um, children are terrifying. <coughs> Why? Because, dude, if my if a kid came downstairs and they're like, "Hey, the, um, you know, I'm sorry to wake you up, but like, there's someone in my room." Yep. And they're like, "No, there isn't. You're just you're just dreaming." Yeah. But there really is a fucking dude in your room, and he's like, "Just can you come upstairs? And just make sure that nothing's there. Nothing's there. Nothing's there." And then he's laying in bed. And she's like, "You know what? I checked the whole. I checked the whole room. Yeah. There's nothing here." And he's like, will you, ch- will you check the closet? And that's when. That is Vicky fucking Vicky. when. So she goes to like shut the closet door and she like bumps into something. So she's like, oh, like, why can't I close this? And it's fucking Michael Myers just in the closet. And he immediately slashes her and slashes her arm. And dude, I, I'm sorry. I would have liked to have seen either a chase scene or like more of a fight, but she like slips on her socks. It was so sad. And gets yeah gets dragged back into the room and just stabbed i don't know what happened to the little kid i think he got i think he got out i think he like ran better he was hilarious Um, so 
Vicky, the babysitter, gets killed. And her boyfriend, of course. Her boyfriend. They get killed in such so a hard. cool way. But they're, man, I, it makes you feel bad, though. Because these were these are, like, genuinely likable characters. They, yeah. they feel like real human beings. So when they die, you're actually, like, you know, it's it's the slasher lover in me is like, yeah, that's cool kill. But like emotionally, I'm like, they were cool. Like I, I wish they would have lived. Have but, you seen that TikTok where people dress up as the ghost and take pictures? It's no. like tears falling down at the party. No. Saddest little baby. Well, <laughs> there's like all these people who listen to this song and they just put a sheet a ghost sheet over their face and take cool pictures like out and about oh we should do that we should i was thinking about it i was like we should yeah we should do that but Um, yeah that's basically what michael does to to vicky he kills her and then puts her in a chair and puts a ghost costume over her well she put yeah puts like a sheet with two eyes sitting up propped up in a chair yeah if i saw that in my room even if they were dead i wouldn't touch it well leave and like oh you're here even if you're i don't care uh, yeah, I, that's why I can't, like, be a cop or a forensics per like, I can't Hell look no. at, I wouldn't be able to handle Goodbye. that. Nope. Nope. So, eventually, the story leads us to Lori's house for this final showdown, and, okay, oh, okay, sorry, I forgot to mention that the dad dies. Yeah. Sorry. So, he dad? finds, he finds the bodies, and it's not the doctor, because the doctor got his head crushed, but it's, it's two people, and one guy's head is hollowed out, and the other one is holding the head, and he freaks out, and it doesn't even have time to process what he just saw, because Michael's literally right behind him, and just fucking gets him. Just sliced and diced. Sliced and diced. And then he puts a spleen in the mailbox. <laughs> or wait, liver, <laughs> liver, God damn it. I, I don't... It's okay. I'm not a real fan. So, um, anyway. It's okay. So, now Michael... I don't know if, like, by now Michael knows that Lori is here or what. Like, I don't, I don't really know if he understands. I don't know if he understands, like, where he is. For some reason, he goes... He, like, is gonna go in there. He's like, I gotta... I'm gonna break into that house. But that's just Michael for you, I guess. He's like, this one smells good. He sees a challenge. And this is where we get this final showdown, Lori versus Michael. She sends uh, Karen down into the, like, Karen shelter, into the bomb shelter, which is badass, by the way. She has a whole arsenal of guns and shit. Yeah. So she gets into this whole battle. I can't remember how he gets in the house. I can't remember. He walks right in. He's the fucking... He He's broke, the boogeyman. I know that he broke the window of the front door, so I think he just, like... Let himself in. Yeah. He was like, this is how you do it. But basically... There's a super long... Okay, first of all, her house is huge. She has a million bedrooms. Huge. And they all have this contraption where they a gate comes down and closes if you press a button. So after she clears a room, she'll I press, love that. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's really smart and yeah. really great. This room is done, cleared. Yep. Close the door, we're done. And I think that what makes it really creepy is that she has a bunch of, like, um, dummies that she uses for shooting all around, like, mannequins all around her house. And, of course, the house is all dark, so all you see are just shapes of people everywhere. So you know that he can hide anywhere. So she's shutting doors behind her. She's checking all of her shit. Eventually, she walks into a room that's full of mannequins and we and oh my god i swear guys i swear i felt like this scene was like five minutes long of her just like 
looking around in silence. And yeah. you're just like, I know it's coming. I know it's fucking coming. And sure enough, Michael comes out from the group of mannequins. You never see him ever. Yeah. He just shows up. And he is so much bigger than Lori, so much stronger. But she can really take, she can like really take him. And eventually. I bet she can. <laughs> so Allison by now has been running. She escaped the cop car and ran into the forest. And again, eventually winds up at Lori's house. Which oh, she I think winds is, up in a mannequin. Like, yeah, that's Lori's. Yeah, that was yeah. like Lori's backyard. Yeah. So a bunch of mannequins outside. And she's looking around at the mannequins, dude, like shitting her pants. Yeah. She's so scared that she screams, doesn't she? Yeah. And then she, and I think that, I think Michael hears that. Um, but she gets inside and gets into, um, into the like bomb shelter with yeah. Karen. And then they, they kind of come up with a plan to save mom. Uh, Lori has now, is now in hiding. She's like hidden away from Michael. Cause obviously like you're not going to win a fucking one-on-one hand-to-hand combat with him so karen sets up this trap which is really fucking clever and it it starts out with her screaming up to Lori that like she can't do this you know like i i can't do this i can't protect myself like trying to make yourself look really weak and at first it does you're like fuck she's like exposing her whole family like what the fuck are you doing lady and then as soon as Michael knows this, he's as soon as Michael thinks he has the upper hand, he shows himself. And Karen shoots the shit out of him. Yeah, immediately. she's like, gotcha. Yeah, dude, that's so badass. Like, up that. until now, she's been, like, real whiny. A real crybaby bitch. <laughs> real crybaby. Um, but she gets Michael, and then, uh, and then Lori comes in from the shadows behind him. And she says, happy Halloween, Michael, and fucking pushes him into the you know, into the bomb shelter, which is not a bomb shelter, but it's a trap. They, like, shut it. There's, like, these metal bars that, like, shing! Yep. And Michael's stuck in there, dude. And inside, there's, like, all these, like, pipes and stuff, so it could set a fire. And then, so, yeah, they basically set the whole house on flyer. On flyer. On flyer with Michael in the basement. Yeah, they... he's trapped. They, like, throw a Zippo into the basement, and it goes up in flames. And... They watch him for a while, but then they obviously, like, have to get the fuck out. Um, which I just realized, as soon as they came out, they would have been met with Dad's body. Yeah. Which was probably terrible. Um, and then Allison runs down the street, is able to uh, hail down, like, a truck. And they all get in the back of the... It's kind of like it's kind of like the ending of Texas Chainsaw. Like, they get into the back of the truck, and they're just like, fuck. Yeah. We just did that. And Lori's whole compound, like goes up in flames and that's it that's fucking it until until they make a scene there's a scene yeah. where it goes back to the the basement on fire but michael's not standing there oh anymore. yeah there's yeah i forgot about that there's yeah. one last yeah. scene yeah yeah, yeah. so there is a sequel planned for 2021 it was supposed to come out halloween of this year but Obviously, shit got fucked up. Quarantine, quarantine. Yep. I'll never forgive quarantine for this. So it has delayed the the next Halloween movie till next year. I'm really excited about it. I don't know anything about it. I hope that the same people are involved. I really, I I know, I think they are. I think that everybody's like 
still involved. They're so, still alive, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, going to be a thing. So, yeah, I'm really excited to see it. I hate that we have to wait another year for it, but I think it'll be worth it. It will be. Um, in the meantime. All good things come to those who wait. We're having trouble. Um, trouble. In the meantime, there are tons of spooky movies y'all can get on. Netflix. 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 Hoo-hoo. Get Shudder, guys. Seriously. Get Shudder. I need... I need it. It's really great. Um, It's really good. Lots of of little gems in there that you wouldn't think of. Um, So, yeah. I'm really excited about our episodes. I'm kind of scared because these are, these are like... Scary, don't spooky. fuck with these. These next few episodes are not gonna be for the faint of heart. That makes sense. I'm just gonna say that. I mean, obviously, you guys have seen the list, it's it's not gonna be an easy October, but it'll be super fun because we're doing it together. It's gonna be spooky, and that's what counts. Because that's what, that's what we do. We spook freak you out. <laughs> we spook <we> spook <laughs> Um. <laughs> Guys, let us know what you're watching. Yeah, what are you watching? What are you... Hopefully a movie and not people. Don't do that. That's... Don't be like Michael. Don't be like Michael. Mm-mm. I mean... Be, you... like Karen. be more like Karen. <laughs> not that Karen. Not the Karen well, you're thinking I of. I mean, well, no, I mean like the Karen in the movie. Yeah, in Halloween, yeah. yeah but not, not like... Bad. Not like bad Karen. No, not white trash Karen. Yeah, not white Karen. <laughs> Even though Karen in this movie is white. Uh, I am an American badass. <laughs> no, you aren't, Karen. Um, anyways. Ow, you're telling. I am so... Jesus <laughs> Christ. Stab me like the bird factory just blew what? up. <laughs> Guys. Oh, hi. It's getting late. We are so tired. And I am ready for some gouache. Uh, this, uh, check us out next week. We are going to do episodes every week uh, in October because it's to. spooky season. So, uh, we love you and we will see you. Where can we find you? Oh, shit. Uh, you scared me. <laughs> You can, Where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at your Pal. Go. You can find me, Chelsea, at Lunar underscore waifu. If you add me, I may add back. I may not. We'll see. Private. Sorry. Right now it's private. Anyways. So um you can find us. Yeah, if you want to follow us, uh follow us at Flickchicks Official on Instagram. Or or the slasher app. Yep, the slasher app. Get slashed tonight. tomorrow we love you we Um, love you and we hope that you have a great spooky season and sleep with a knife (laughs) by your side i do love you guys we'll see you next week on another episode of flick chicks